0: The following program contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Turn us on and the satisfaction's guaranteed. Frank Discussion with Passion on CJD 800. Tonight on the program, we're going to talk about what makes women fed up with their men. Uh, I want you to text in, write in. If you're a guy, what are your partner's, your female partner's biggest complaints about you? And if you're a female What are the um, complaints? I have an interesting uh, author who will be on the program. He wrote a book called Being the Strong Man a Woman Wants, Timeless Wisdom on Being a Man. It's a book that has been so successful. It's been translated in 24 different languages, uh, like a must read for guys, but it's written in such a way that uh, it's a conversation between a, a grandfather and a grandson. And uh, it, it's it's really well, well done. So we'll have the author on the program to talk about that uh, coming up after ten fifteen. but first.
1: Time to check out our inbox. Your texts are always welcome. Connect with Passion at 514-800.
0: <laughs> Got a text here. This is an urgent request for the Passion Poet to gather his collective juices to counter the bitter rhetoric expelled by the fed up with her husband author. The author's a male, by the way, just, just want to tell you that. So uh, <laughs> this should be good. What women get fed up with by men? It's only a one hour show. Can you get it all in? <laughs> we shall try. Uh, Dr. Lori, I heard the book pre-announcement for tonight's show, and I guess if it was titled, What Doesn't Annoy You About Your Man, it would be a one-page book. (laughs) Well, uh, we'll see, but I think we will get a little bit of wisdom. It's a topic we've definitely talked about uh, before uh but it's just a different take on it and this it just so happens i mean i've interviewed this gentleman before a long long time ago when the book first came out and since then this book has kind of like has taken a life of its own and, and and been translated in so many different languages so it's quite popular it's a tiny little book but it's uh it it really is quite wise so i'm looking forward to my conversation uh with uh, Elliot Katz coming up. All right, couple of texts here. Well, the, the passion poet did send in a poem, not about, not about this, but uh, maybe he's on it right now. Uh, this is more of a romantic uh, relationshipy kind of thing. A small romantic gesture can go a very long way. It's not just the little things you do, it can be the little things you say. A single rose with some baby's breath, maybe a surprise hug from behind. Perhaps a random I love you text, it tells you that you are always on their mind. Never take a loved one for granted just because they are always there. Remember they are a witness to your life and your lives are one to be shared. It does not matter how old you are, if you are 22 or 85, love knows not the passing of time, it's up to you to keep love alive. Love can last a whole lifetime, as gentle as a falling feather, Growing old is a beautiful thing so long as you do it together. I love that. That's uh, beautifully said, really beautifully said. Again, another reminder, especially as we're spending time, a lot of time with our partners who it can, you know, not having that time apart can can breed a lot of irritation. So it's a good reminder to not take that for granted, to take a step away, to be kind, to be loving, uh, to be good in that way. So thank you for, uh, for that reminder. This uh, came in by email as well to Lori at drlaurie.com. Just a fast note to say how much we we enjoyed last week's shows. We managed to listen to them all. Game night has become as popular as The View and The Boomer Show. My wife would like to suggest instead of reading stupid sex stories from the internet, perhaps listeners can email in the funny things that happened to them during those moments of passion that's a really great idea so if you want to send me your your crazy stories of things that have happened to you uh and maybe stupid is not the the right word but you know what i mean uh then send them to me Lori at dr i'm more than happy to read those as the stupid sex story of the uh, of the night i'm told by my wife that i have to say my wife really enjoys the poems. Well, thank you for taking the time to uh, to write to us as well. I have mouth herpes and wanted to know if it's true I can give genital herpes to someone through oral sex if I have an outbreak or if I, if I can only transmit them mouth herpes. So the answer is yes, it's true. But there are two types of herpes. There's the herpes simplex virus type one, which is the oral one, type two, which is the genital ones. If you have an oral herpes and you perform oral sex, then you pass on type one to the genitals. It's herpes, nonetheless. It's just type one, uh, and an infected partner will develop or can develop sores on uh, sores on the genitals. So and then it can be transmitted genital to genital. So it can go from oral to genital and then genital to genital. So absolutely something that you should uh, be careful if you have people who get cold sores and you know, this a huge population that Huge number of population that have the her- that the virus lives in them. Some people get like a cold sore a year. Some people get them when they in the winter time only, or when they're really stressed, or when they have a fever, or whatever it is. So it's that kind of thing that can lay dormant for a long time. But if you have an outbreak, if you get a cold sore, even the beginnings, the tingling beginning part of that, then you must avoid, um, especially. Uh, kissing any parts below the belt. Obviously kissing a partner on the lips also can transmit uh, the herpes one to them um, as well. So uh, most people though who get uh, mouth herpes are very, know their bodies and know when it's about to come. And so they generally will avoid it. So as long as it's active, you don't want to uh, kiss your um, partner. Is Vaseline good for masturbation for first time with the Vaseline? Same thing, my penis is kind of dry. I want to use Vaseline to masturbate to see how it feels. You can use any kind of lubrication during uh, masturbation. It's always a good idea to lube up so you don't cause any uh, chafing to the penis. If, if it's too dry, you can damage the skin, right? so. Uh, using uh, petroleum jelly or any kind of lotion, any kind of oil is a good idea. Just remember that none of those things can be used for intercourse or to be used with condoms. Vaseline will break down the latex, oil will do the same. So uh, it's good for masturbation, not good to lubricate um, a condom or a penis who, who's going inside a vagina because the vagina, that like there are uh, lubricants made specifically for use in a vagina simply because they have been tested. They are usually fragrance free, uh, less, um, not too many uh, chemicals and things in there. So it's important that you find the right thing. Uh, one uh, website is a good clean love if you want to look at lubricants that are good for, uh, for penetra- penetration and such. Uh, texter writes in no hand soap or hand green, Hand green? What's hand green? It will burn if it gets in in your penis hole. Uh, that too, right? So you want to make sure that it's not going to be anything that is going to uh, to burn. So uh, that's a good point. Thank you for uh, for bringing that up. Also, things with with a lot of fragrance may have that uh, that same effect on a man's uh, on a man's penis for sure. All right, coming up, we are going to talk to Elliot Katz, the author of Being the Strong Man. And a woman wants timeless wisdom on being a man. And we'll talk about some of the things that men, that guys do, good guys do, that can drive their uh, partners uh, crazy. Oh, it was hand cream, the other person said. Uh, So that's all coming up. A safe place to work out the kinks in any relationship. It's Passion with CGAD 800's Dr. Lori Batito. So I want to preface this segment by saying that I believe most men are good men and they want, if at the very least, they want to be uh, good men. So please, this is not a show to, this is not meant as a segment to rag on men, but um you know, I often as a therapist get a lot of complaints, let's say, and I'm not saying men don't complain about women. It's just that this author has written about men. So this is what we're going to talk about. Even though we've talked about this in the past, I think we're spending a bit more time on this, maybe with a a slightly uh, different perspective, but some things that good, even good guys will do that might make women kind of fed up or irritated or bothered uh, by their guy. And if you're looking to do things, differently or respond to some of these, uh, uh, complaints, maybe then, uh, I think this show will be quite helpful. I know that this book, uh, the book, uh, and the author is with us. Of course, the book is called being the strong man, a woman wants timeless wisdom on being a man. It's an award-winning book. It has been translated in 24 languages around the world. It is like a small book full of like, it's it's wisdom. It's it's a, the it's a, a a dialogue between a grandson and his grandfather, who's teaching him the ways of of being um, a man. So it's really well done. It's it's an, a simple read, but it's deep, right? So simple uh, but deep, and and which is why I think the book has been a great success. In fact, I myself have probably recommended this book. Dozens of times uh, to uh, to men to understand their role a little bit better, and the feedback has always been uh, really, really good. So I want to talk a little bit more about that. And of course, you're always welcome to uh, text in uh, your thoughts, your your agreements, disagreements, your own. Uh, the things that may bother you, or some things that you thought you were doing right, but didn't turn out so right, we'd love to hear from you at 514-800. Joining us tonight is Elliot Katz. He is the author of Being the Strong Man, A Woman Wants, Timeless Wisdom on Being a Man. Elliot, welcome back to the show.
1: Good to be here, Dr. Laurie.
0: It's been years, I think. When was the book released?
1: It was released about 10 years ago.
0: Yeah, and I think that's when I had you on the show at the release of, of, of the book, but now it's been like translated into 24 different languages since then. So congratulations, clearly something that was needed and, and really successful. So uh, congratulations on that. Thank so you very what, much.
1: I, I think it really ahead. struck a chord. I think what you were saying, just to, add to what you were saying before, I think men, want. I agree, definitely men wanna be good men. They wanna be good husbands and good boyfriends and good fathers. And I think just we live in a, a time where there are so many confusing messages that men are confused on what's the right thing to do. They want to do the right thing. They're just confused. I,
0: yes, I, I agree with you, and and this is why I think most men are good. Men, or they at least want to be, uh, want to do right and want to be good in, in that way. So that's my like that's my starting point. Of course, you know we always hear about the worst case scenarios, but uh, for the most part, if we're going to generalize, I would say that would be typical. So, uh, why do you think? Like, what got you into even writing this book, or got you thinking about this?
1: Well, like a lot of books of this type, it was my own journey. I was married, then I got divorced, and like a lot of people, I blamed the other person because I I thought I was a good husband, a good father, <laughs> and like most men, like I I've met a lot of divorced men, and they all feel, you know, I was I was a good husband. I tried to be a good husband, and they didn't really understand why their wives didn't appreciate them. So I you know I went on the, like a journey trying to find wisdom that that would because I, I didn't want to go through this again, right? Mm-hmm. So first I talked to other men, and the more I talked to other men and listened to what they said, I realized, you know, a lot of men are confused. Then I I read books on relationships. They didn't really answer my questions. And it's only really when I turned to that timeless wisdom that fathers used to teach their their sons or fathers or other older male role models, I was really blown away because it coincided with what I heard uh, women say is lacking in men today. And the things I talk about in the book about showing their share of leadership, being able to make a decision, <laughs> taking right. responsibility and not blaming your wife.
0: Um, except that Elliot, I think part of it is, okay, it's wisdom from way back when, okay? So a lot of people, what's confusing now is that we're, you know, women's lib and we're hearing that women don't, don't necessarily want you to, whatever, do all those things that were, Typically, male or, or typical kind of uh, the dating rituals. Even though I think secretly there's a lot of it that we do want, but it's confusing for men what to leave behind and what to t- take, you know, take into their lives.
1: Exactly, exactly. It's very confusing. So a lot of men they don't want to be accused of being controlling or, or you know, like in 2018. You know, Oxford Dictionary decided that "toxic" was the word of the year, right? And mm. there's so much talk about toxic masculinity, about misogyny, yes. about controlling. Some men say, "Well, I, I don't, I don't want to be those things. I, you know, I want to be a good man. I want to be a good husband a good father. So I don't want to be risk being accused of being controlling. So I'll just, I'll just step back. I'll let her make the decisions. That way, <laughs> she can't accuse me of being controlling. But I've had so many men like." As I talk about, like even on the first date, when a man asks a woman out, and he's not a man with a plan, like she says, okay, yes, let's go out. What did you have in mind? And he says, well, I don't know. What do you want to do?
0: Right. It starts <laughs> she, right she there, sees, right?
1: <laughs> he thinks, I'm showing her I'm this nice guy. I'm not controlling. But she sees it as, well, this guy can't even choose a place to go for a cup of coffee. How's he going to handle the challenges that come with marriage and family life? That's how she sees it. So you know, be a man with a plan. I can tell you in my own experience. I had a, I was going with a woman a while ago. And one one time she says to me, you're a good dater. What are you doing? And I, I thought she was making fun of me. And I said, right. I, are you making fun of me? And she said, no, <laughs> you, you, you date well. What are you doing? And, and I said, well, I'll tell you what I'm doing. Do you notice whenever I ask you out, I'm a man with a plan. I don't say, you know, so you know, ask you and then say, what do you want to do? Where do you want to go? I I have a plan. I have thought about what I think we would both enjoy doing, and I've done some research. And like, when it's happening, what time it starts, whatever, what time I pick you up, <laughs> and I have a plan. And that doesn't mean if she has an other idea that something she'd prefer doing, we can do that. It's okay, but right. just don't ever say. Oh, I don't know. What
0: do you? I want don't know. To do? Whatever you want to do, honey. Actually, it's interesting because even somebody who's been married a long time, like I love when if my husband says, "I've got to," you know, we're going to do this this week, and I, I, want to take you to this place, and I'm, I'm planning the whole thing. I'm like, "You're planning the whole thing? That's amazing! I don't have to do it." <laughs>
1: exactly. <sighs> exactly. And especially when you're dating, you know, you want to make a positive impression. So, like, it really makes someone feel special. He took the effort. To find you know something that he thought we would both enjoy doing and he has a whole plan set out you know even to choose a restaurant i thought well let's go to this restaurant you know they have great lasagna whatever he's taken the time to think about what she w- uh, would enjoy doing it makes her feel special
0: so, so making make having a plan making decisions be, without being controlling there's a difference between making decisions and being controlling so maybe uh, you can talk about that difference
1: well there's a very big difference you know, when you're making a decision, it's like it's it's like you're thinking about what's the greater good of your family, the greater good of your relationship, and you're just not leaving all the responsibility for making a decision on the woman. It's like being controlling of someone who's just very insecure and wants everything their way, and it's just it's it's not it's not a healthy thing. But, but you know for what you know I, one example I I always talk about and guys can relate to this. They say you know my wife calls me for, at work. She wants to know what do you want for supper, chicken or fish, and he thinks I'm so busy. Why is she calling me? <laughs> Whatever you want, you decide. And he doesn't realize she called him because she actually wants him to make a decision, and it right. makes her feel good that he's not leaving the responsibility of making all the decisions on her. You know that—that's—that's that's the thing. Like men think, oh, you know, I'm being this nice, non-controlling guy but she thinks hey he's putting all these responsibilities on my shoulders and i i resent that
0: and i i can i can echo that only because it's what i hear when i uh, when i work with couples that women are often the ones you know and this is not it's not a bad thing or a good thing. It's just the way it is that when, um, women are often home or at least in the beginning stages with, with the kids. And even if they're working moms, it's often the mothers who do the coordination of stuff. Like, you know, they coordinate the, the doctor's appointments and the birthday parties and the cl- what clothes need to be bought. And there's a lot of, a lot of little decisions that are made. Um, and sometimes even though she won't necessarily want to give that up sometimes she feels it would be nice if somebody else made the decisions
1: right right it's really stepping forward and and showing your share of leadership and really just not leaving all the responsibilities on the woman it, it's you know I, I i remember talking to a fellow years ago and he started saying to me you know he I want to be a nice guy i let her make all the decisions but then he admitted it was easier to let her make all the decisions
0: right <laughs> Making that's decisions
1: true It's hard work and that's why she really looks to the man like Show you can be decisive. It's like, uh, I don't want someone who I have to always tell what to do. You know, one woman said to me, if I always have to tell a man what to do, it makes me feel like he's a child and I'm his mother and I don't want to be his mother.
0: Yeah, and, and that is a complaint I hear a lot. Uh, and I, I don't know if women get into this habit of mothering. I, I know g- guys hate it too. You know They don't necessarily like to feel like they're being mothered. And women certainly can't stand it when they have to uh, keep asking for something or, or nagging. I, I think men make jokes about women who nag, but women don't like to nag. They nag because they have to repeat things. And that makes them feel like they're talking to a child. And let me tell you, sexually speaking, that can kill the sex drive right there. And that I see an awful lot. So when I see a woman who, or a couple, where she has lost some of her interest, I start to look at the dynamics in that, uh, in that relationship. So. That, that, uh, that's
1: exactly what I tell men because I say, she sees you as a child and she's your mother and she doesn't wanna have sex with a child.
0: <laughs> right, it's built in. Like that's the biggest taboo right there. That's she not gonna to happen, see, you know.
1: She wants to see as as a man, as a real man. Like, it, right. uh, it's that's such a big issue today. Because, like I said, all comes back to what we talked about at the beginning. Like, men are so confused. Like, you know, I I don't want to I don't want to be controlling. I want to be this nice guy. But then she, you know, she, but to her, she sees him as a child. You know, I've even heard women complain. Like a husband says, here, you plan the vacation. And I thought, well, gee, you know, I wouldn't mind someone just saying, you plan the vacation? Well, we'll do whatever you want.
0: Sure. You know, again, I'll just pack said, my bag and we'll go, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah.
1: But then it's like she's leaving, he's leaving everything to her. Right. And, you know, it's so interesting when I tell men this, it's like a lot of men will say they've never heard this before. No one's ever told them this. But the women <laughs> will say, Yeah.
0: Listen to what he's saying. <laughs> that's right. Well, that's why the book helps. I, I, I think that it's like the the guy's little therapy uh, therapist that he can take along with him. Uh, we'll continue our discussion with Elliot Katz, the author of being the strong man, a woman wants timeless wisdom on being a man, things you might've learned from your grandfather or your father or some male figure. So we'll continue that discussion and some of your thoughts at 514-800 after we check in with our CJD 800 newsroom. The following program contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. From the pleasure and the politics to the hangups and the heartbreak. You're listening to Passion, CJD 800. My guest tonight is uh, Elliot Katz. He wrote the book, Being the Strong Man a Woman Wants, Timeless Wisdom on Being a Man. It's really a dialogue between a, a, a grandson and his grandfather teaching him what it is uh, to be a man. But I wanna share some text here with you, Elliot, as well. Uh, We can address these. Uh, Dr. Roy, my partner was unfaithful to me with multiple women and one woman in particular, an ex for two years while we were dating. We are working on fixing things and I believe we can, but we are both stuck on how to rebuild trust. He gaslit me for those two years as I was so suspicious and felt like I was crazy since my intuition was saying something was wrong. Do you have anything you can recommend, both exercises or resources or books that could help my partner to figure out how to work on this? I'm too hurt to figure it out. And he doesn't know how to fix or improve the trust issues, but is working on finding a therapist to work on his issues. I've been in therapy on my own for the past three years." So it's a bit heavy, this uh, this thing. Doesn't sound like um, the best guy. <laughs> um, uh, and I just want to tell this person that working on trust when there's been that level of betrayal trauma is going to take a long time. And uh, couples therapy is probably where you need to go. But maybe I'm sure you can pick this apart and and kind of fit it into your um you know, into this conceptual, like what it is to be a strong, a strong man. Now, maybe you can talk about infidelity. Have has that come up in in talking to the men uh, that you've talked with in in doing this book?
1: Well, you know, it actually hasn't, because most men, really, the men that I've dealt with have been actually very loyal to their wives. But I think you know, you know, we talk about the book is saying the title of the book is being the strong man, and really. Being strong is really about controlling yourself and control, not controlling others, it's right. About self-control. You know, some people misunderstood the meaning of the title. It's really about, you know, controlling your your, your passions, controlling your, the, you know, your, your, if you're with one woman, you, you control yourself. I mean, men are, you know, are visual. They see women, they desire them, but they remind themselves, no, you know, they're strong enough to control my desires. Uh
0: right and not and and of course this person ends up the gaslighting means he's kind of blaming her you're crazy you're seeing things it's not right. true and then to discover cuz that becomes yet another betrayal right it's like i knew right. something I, was wrong and you made me think that i was crazy
1: i think she's got a big challenge ahead of her
0: that's, i agree I, I, uh, I,
1: it, yeah. it may not work out any unless unless he makes a strong commitment that he wants us and he's going to change and and and, and be the strong man and, and control himself and do what's right. And,
0: right. Um, right. It's going to take a while for him to exhibit that behavior so that she can trust it in the end, that there is a change. See, most people would see this and say, I'm not sure he people like that can change. You know, cheating for two whole years, multiple, uh, multiple different people. What's motivating him to change? Because he was caught? Because... What if he hadn't been caught? You know, so.
1: And, and you know, she's also gonna be strong enough to say, you know, I'm, I'm not willing to put up with this, and you know, if unless I see some radical change in your behavior, then I'm out of here. That's it. Mm. Setting limits. Her, so. yeah. yeah, she's got to ask herself why she's staying there. That's. Uh,
0: right. I, this texter made me laugh. When I want to take a beating as a male, I usually read Cosmopolitan. I just want to make it clear this isn't about beating on men, ragging on men at all. This is meant to be helpful, not hurtful. <laughs> uh, so I, I, I hate it as a woman. I'm, glad, I'm just glad I'm talking to a man about this because then you know two women talking about this would be accused of I don't know what, but uh, something else. Uh, my wife would say I should do laundry more, but that does not make issues go away. If only it was as simple as just you doing laundry maybe you want to respond to this person. Well,
1: I right, know that's a, that's a very good point. That's an excellent point because that's I that's a very good point because I hear that all the time. Men will say, you know, my wife says I don't do enough, but I do lo- lots. I come home, I wash the dishes, I change the kids' diapers, I put them to, I give them baths, I put them to bed. Whatever she tells me to do, I do. And I say to these guys cuz I had to learn this also. I said, "Well, you know, if you come home and you just do whatever your wife tells you to do, that's what a nanny does. <laughs> that, that's not <laughs> what a father and a husband does. A father, and a husband comes home and sees what's going on in his family, a, and his home, and says, "Well, I see this needs to be done. That needs to be done." That you know, he 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 doesn't just he doesn't does be told What what to do? He sees when he sees a problem with a a child. Maybe he says, "Well, you know, I, I, I've done some research about this kind of situation." You know, our our son dropped out of high school and he's sleeping all day and going out all night, coming back at 6 in the morning. Maybe I'll give him a job as I have a business. I'll, I'm going to hire him, give him a job. <laughs> Maybe that's what he needs. I'm I'm not going to wait for my wife to tell me what to do. So, yeah, now I I hear that all the time. Men say, well, I, I do all this housework. Why is she complaining that I don't help enough? It's like, again, because you're really just being a nanny. You're not being
0: right awesome. and for the laundry it's not for her to say "Ahan, can you put a load of laundry and it's for you to notice the laundry needs to get done yeah to
1: see see what needs to be done at home, and not wait see i tell men like men say and this is true they, they work hard at their jobs they want to provide well and they come home exhausted and i said i just want to just come home and veg out they said i say to these guys just like you work hard at your job because you want to provide a nice life for your family you have to save some of that energy to come home and show your share of leadership and de- dealing with what's going on for the same reason because you want right. to provide a nice life for your family you don't want to get divorced
0: and let's be clear uh, in in our society women are often not at home <laughs> they're also working right. and they also have you know and and even if they are home it's a full-time job for them it's net it's it, it's unrelenting it's 24 7. So, uh, there's always stuff to do. So it's, it's much better when she feels you're a teammate rather than somebody. She has to, I never heard it put quite that way. Like you become the nanny, (laughs) but But it's true. true. Yeah. It's it's like, oh, I'll, I'll babysit the, you know, when, when, can you just babysit the kids? What do you mean, baby? You're not the babysitter. You're the parent parent, the kids.
1: Right. Exactly. Exactly. Kind of the same thing. So, so like I say, most guys, they, they come home, they don't, they realize they got to help out. But it's like they just wait to be told what to do. And, again, just be aware of what's going on. You see something that's not being dealt with, step forward and deal with it. And just keep doing that. Then you'll be her hero.
0: She won't complain. I like that. You'll be her hero. Uh, Elliot Katz is my guest. He's the author of Being the Strong Man a Woman Wants, Timeless Wisdom on Being a Man. It's available on Amazon as an ebook or a paperback book. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a small book, an easy read, but it will stick with you. I think that's what most the feedback I've gotten is that it, um, it, it's like, it's, it's so simple that it gets, You get it, you know, it like goes deep enough and it just sticks. So uh, I think that you did a good job in uh, the way that you did it in that way. A texter says, I get annoyed when I always hear how men are visual. It's not only men. I and every female friend I've ever had is every bit as visual as men are. And we also have to control our head swiveling behavior. I'm in agreement with this person. I guess it's a secret which men don't want to admit exists. Just like the nonsense about b- women being less sexual. It's very true. Cause those are very, um, you know, when we make those assumptions, not that women are not visual or women are not sexual. Like those are old myths, of course. So, uh, That's interesting. Uh, Another text writes, if I was not hurt or scarred from past relationships that involve children, and you give it a good try and realize you've become a rehab center for the father of your third child at 39 years old, God help me. Uh, So someone who's been with not such great men along the way, uh, I guess. I guess you hear these kinds of things all the time. I gotta
1: say about... um, Women being visual, I, I think, you know, women are visual, but I think men are much more visual. I, I Like, really, <laughs> I know men, men you know, men, men are, I think, are more visual. Than, I, well, leave me. I, <laughs>
0: Talking from a man. But I know women, okay? And I know that women are just as visual. We can okay. pick out those hot guys just as easily as you can okay. pick out the okay. hot girls. Okay. <laughs> do women do men have less self-control than women I'm gonna say probably not because if you look at the statistics on infidelity we're almost seeing a 50/50 split now so uh, okay. that's not true either so that gender gap is slowly uh, 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 changing you know um so I want coming up I want to talk about in in your opinion what is it to be a man, like you have a chapter on being manly. And what would a grandfather say to his grandson about being manly? That's what we'll talk about next with Elliot Katz. He is the author of Being the Strong Man, A Woman Wants Timeless Wisdom on Being a Man, available uh, on Amazon. Uh, And uh, if you have any questions at all or any thoughts, 514-800. Passion with Dr. Lori Batito on CJAD 800. On the subject tonight of men, the passion poet, uh, as requested, wrote a little poem. The list can be long, but the real question is, can any man please a woman? That would be an endless quiz. Do I look big in this dress? Men know the truth behind that no you look amazing but our mind says you are fat but they complain about their men they they all claim that we lie but the truth gets us in trouble and then they wonder why are these your underwear on the floor women will yell and groan well baby if they are not mine i have a few questions of my own so something cute <laughs> i appreciate that thank you very much for uh, for writing that in um, we are talking with Elliot Katz, the author of "Being the Strong Man a Woman Wants." It's a topic that we certainly have have covered, you know, many times or at least a few times here on the program. There's books written uh, about this, you know, like "No More Mister Nice Guy" and things like that. Last uh, week or the week before, we had on another author, uh, coach who coaches men in in this regard also, and the message is consistent. Uh, but what I like in this approach is the that it's presented as a as a dialogue between someone who is wiser, like a, a granddad, uh, to the grandson. Like, and how important is it, Elliot, to be teaching y- like boys at a young age about what it is to be that that good guy, strong guy, what have you?
1: Well, like everything, it's important to start to be. It's really the most important thing is really to be a role model. Like, like that's the problem. One of the problems of, of the 21st century. A lot of young boys grew up without strong male role models. There's a lot of divorce that their their fa- or their fathers are working long hours, and that their fathers aren't as big influence in, in a, a young man's life. Mm. You know, we watch television. Most of the men on television are portrayed as, uh, incapable buffoons, you know, like Homer Simpson being the best known, but not the only right. one. Right. Uh, so really, it, you know, a, a young boy, a young man looks, looks at his father, looks at his grandfather, looks at other men to say, H- well, wh- how does a man act? How does a man treat treat my mother? How, like how does he treat his wife? How does a man interact with other men in, in positive ways and competitive ways? Mm-hmm. Really, he ne- really needs to learn how to be a man. And the interesting thing is, like I said at the beginning about the book being translated to 24 languages in Europe, Asia, Latin America, it, it's really interesting that, you know, you think these cultures are are different, and the, the cultures are different, but human nature is, is similar. It's the right? same, yeah. Young mm-hmm. men need uh, to, to learn these things. It doesn't come naturally to most men. And that's, uh, I think, one of the reasons the book has struck a chord. Just to say, but you mentioned about that book, uh, No More Mr. Nice Guy by Mm -hmm. Dr. Robert Glover. Mm. So Robert Glover actually wrote the foreword to my book. So very nice of him to do that.
0: That was fun, yeah, Uh, definitely. I just wanna say that this text I wrote in, I suppose it soothes men's egos to convince themselves that women are not as visual, that they then don't have to feel like they need to keep up their appearance to the extent which women are pressured to. This is an important point because i hear this complaint from a lot of women from their men who let themselves go. Right. More right. than women. Women keep, you know, keep on try to keep on top of their appearance and maybe maybe this texture's right. Um but that's also something that i don't know if you talk about it or mention this at all.
1: Well, i don't talk about it in the book, but i, I do agree. I think you you see that often like men don't realize you know, a woman wants to look at a man who's well-dressed, who looks nice, who isn't a slob. Men don't seem to realize that. You often see that. Like, men who went out together, the like woman's really dressed nicely, really attractive, and the man is like a slob.
0: Right, <laughs> right. Realize.
1: You know, well, not dressed nicely. It Really, it's like it's like what I was saying before. You make the effort. It, it makes her feel uh, special. Valued it's,
0: it's like, and valued, yes. Making and the, the same effort. In reverse.
1: I mean, if a woman dressed, you take a woman out and she's dressed really nicely, Uh, you know, she's made herself look really nice. It makes you feel really special. Hey, look at that. She made that effort for me. And that's a good
0: point. Very good point. Yeah. So can you answer that, this question, what, what it means to be truly manly? What does it mean to be a man? I mean, I could ask you know, same about what does it mean to be a woman, but what does it mean to be a man?
1: Well, you know, that's a great question because as I, When I remember seeing this article, it said the three worst words you could say to a young man is be a man because they interpret be a man as, you know, suck it up and accept bad treatment. But Mm -hmm. as I explained uh, on my journey to learn what it means to be a man, I learned what it means to be manly literally by looking it up in the dictionary because it's a beautiful (laughs) thing. No, really, what I read is like, whoa, it says... (laughs) Being manly is the noble, admirable qualities of a man, of a mature man. A man who is self-disciplined, has high moral standards, is decisive, has strength in his convictions, and is honest and has the courage to face difficulties. Has self-confidence, self reliance That doesn't mean that women aren't these things also. But it's like these are traits that a man should work on developing in himself. It's like wow. So you know, here we talk about mask. You know, to talk about to- toxic masculinity, and uh, we have to redefine masculinity? No, we don't, because the definition of manliness is already what men should be striving to develop in their own characters. Mm. And the interesting thing is, manliness is a virtue. If you look up the word virtue, one of the meanings of the word virtue is manliness.
0: Interesting. I, wow. Yeah. <laughs> all, all you had to do is look it up in the dictionary. Yeah, I know. It's like, <laughs> these are things
1: that we should strive to develop in ourselves. Not to say women don't have the same qualities they do. But men, really, this is something that really is our lifelong project. Work on developing these traits in our character.
0: Right. A couple of texts here. Uh, maybe a good exercise for couples is to write down everything important you think the other person does and everything you do and compare notes. You will realize you both don't actually know what each other is doing or not doing, which is also interesting. It's um you know there's a, i know women complain because they do a lot of the things that are like hidden uh, you know the the tasks that are they, that their partner doesn't necessarily see. It's like, oh, how do you think uh, your underwear got in the drawer, <laughs> or or how how do you think your shirts look so good? You know, <laughs> like how do they get there? We don't have little elves here. Uh, so sometimes, yes, breaking things down and seeing because men do come. They say like, well, I take care of the outside and that's my job. You know, that's my area. But when uh, the outside takes, uh, you know two hours a week to do versus everything else that needs to be done, it may not seem f- feel so equitable. So it's it's what feels equitable to the other person also. It's not that it has to be 50-50, but what feels um, right for the, the people together, you know? Um, another texter writes in just, I uh, let me just see this. Um, the test, the, uh, that texter hit the bullseye. Women do make far more of an effort Uh, than men so uh, again so that's from a man
1: can I just say but but you know recognizing what the other person does what I tell men is you know that women need to be appreciated men want to be appreciated but it's really important to show appreciation to your wife to the woman in your life and and really look for things that she does and tell her that you appreciate them you know you could say well you know I support her I do this she should do it well yeah yeah she should but Tell her that you appreciate it. You know, tell her every day something you appreciate. When you're at work, send her a text and say, "You made me lunch today. Oh, it was so great." You know, look right. for things to appreciate because really, she she really it's really important to her.
0: And, uh, and she will be far more open also. Um, but like that increases the, the, the amount of sex in a relationship too. Like, let, I don't want to mince words here. It does help for, uh, for women when they feel all of that. And I know that for a lot of men, they feel appreciated when their partner pays attention to them sexually.
1: Right, right, right.
0: <laughs> in the last oh, I, little, <laughs> okay,
1: so just, I tell men, send, send every day, tell your wife. Something you appreciate. Be specific. Don't just say I appreciate you. Be specific. Tell them something you appreciate. Because she wants to be appreciated. She's doing it because she wants she wants to be appreciated.
0: Yeah. And and those little attentions warm her heart. And when you warm her heart, uh her the rest of her body warms up. <laughs> That's the reality. That's right. the reality. Yeah. What, were your, what was your, the wife that you divorced from, what were her biggest complaints about you that you had to learn about yourself? Do you share?
1: <laughs> well, I think, you know, really, I guess this book is reflective of me. I, I thought I was being a good husband by just doing whatever she told me to do, and I really didn't show the leadership. You know, mm. you know when, I, when I was sort of on, on this journey of learning, I remember reading – Dr. Spock, Dr. Benjamin Spock, yeah. right, whose book on parenting was the best-selling mm-hmm. book of the 20th century. And he says, he says, if you want to be a good father and a good husband, you have to be a leader of your family and a role model to your children. And when I read that, I said, whoa, <laughs> I didn't know that, really. It's, it's like it's the same thing. And like I tell a lot of men that today you've got to be a leader. They'll say the same thing. I didn't know that. I it's thought I'd in- be the greatest husband by just doing Whatever she wants, and I thought if I could only find out what to, she really wants, and I'll do it, then she'll be happy. But it just doesn't work. It's like you got to be the man who show your share of leadership. Step forward. Don't just wait for her to tell you what to do all the time. She hates it.
0: <laughs> it's interesting that it, it it took. I mean, I you know, it would be nice if a lot of men had the same awakening that you did. Maybe not write a book about it, but you did that journey based on. You thinking you were such a great guy. Why would she divorce me? And then right. realizing here now I know why. It's like okay, I might have been the good guy, but I didn't respond to certain needs that right, uh, right. most women would uh, want in their relationship. So,
1: I'll well, an experience I had Could I just quickly, or
0: yeah, quickly in, go.
1: I was invited to uh, when I was going, getting divorced. I was invited by men's group to a session they're having of a family law lawyer. And I thought, well, it'd be useful. I can learn things. And I thought, well, I'm not going to fit in. These guys are domineering and controlling. Uh-uh. I was a nice guy. I went to the meeting. <laughs> They're all the nicest guys you could ever meet. They all couldn't understand why their wives <laughs> didn't appreciate them. So it's it gets a That's interesting.
0: Control. Yeah, yeah. It's uh It's interesting. Anyway, always a pleasure talking with you, Elliot. Do you have a website that people can go to? Also,
1: I do. It's uh, www.elliotkatz.com. Now, Elliot is spelled E-L-L-I-O-T-T-W-T-K-A-T-Z dot com, and uh, if they want to contact me, and you know, I'm happy to discuss the ideas in the book with them. Wonderful. A, I'm, well, I'm on thank a mission you. to change the man of the world.
0: Uh, thank you. Thanks for being so open. The book is Being the Strong Man a Woman Wants, Timeless Wisdom on Being a Man, available on Amazon. Elliot, thank you so much as always. Pleasure thank talking you. to you. All right, okay. take care now. Take care. Thank you. Uh, Thanks to all of you for spending your time with us and for all your interesting texts tonight. Do appreciate it. Thanks to Dave Simon, our technical producer. If you want to connect with me, easiest is to go through my website, drlaurie.com, D-R-L-A-U-R-I-E.com, where you can have information about my book, all the past podcasts. You have access to my uh, TEDx talks there as well. Uh, also, if you have the CJ, if you have the iHeart app and you go to the CJD show page, you will also have access to the podcast there. Coming up next here, we bring you this CTV national news. Have a great rest of the evening. Stay safe and remember to live your life with passion.